My name is Jake. And my name is Emily. And, and this, this is Feels Like, like the, the First Time podcast. podcast. The ongoing podcast adventures where I get to experience watching movies for the first time all over again vicariously through Emily, who has literally seen no movies ever. Hey, I've seen some movies. Sure you have. Hey! Are you recording now? Yeah, I'm recording. Did you? <laughs> Best start ever. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh, I'm drinking some coffee. It's my third. No, no, no. Fourth cup of the day. Fourth cup. Fourth cup of coffee today. You hear, you hear all that snow being scraped and scooped oh outside? It's so cold outside. We're snowed and iced really, in. It's really pretty, though. Yeah. No, I no, no. Like no. A, I'm not really complaining. I feel like a, about a year ago this week, we had some snow like this, like snow and ice. I faintly recollect that. I think you're right. Yeah. Yay. Yay, February snow. Here we are talking about the weather again. <sighs> are we getting old? <laughs> yes. Hello, darkness, every day. my old friend. <laughs> well, guess what? A little good. bit more every day before we die. Yeah. Um, I have successfully this week folded my laundry that I have laundered and put it away. <laughs> Your laundry that you have laundered. That's an accomplishment. Yes, for you, me. Yes. Um, that's about it. Yeah, you, you, you're very good at washing and then just stacking. And that's okay. Just like... That wasn't meant to like, be pointed. It's just a fact. <laughs> sometimes... Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes laundry is too much. <laughs> it, it is. I hate keeping up with it. It's too, Well, yeah. you know, after a while, you're just like, I'm going to wash this shit again. It's never I can ending. wear it for the third day. It's Ugh. fine. It's. Man, the past couple of years have really changed hygiene habits, <laughs> haven't they? Are I've... you okay, Jake? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I said that and I'm like, man, I got... <laughs> I need to look in the mirror. That was I. I, uh, I was like I, I subconsciously apparently was making a commentary on myself. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I need to. I have some work to do. Apparently. Hi everybody. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. We're, we're here to talk about movies. 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 Um. I really, really want you to watch Encanto. I want to see it. Uh, we talked. You talked about that um before. I want to see that. Yeah, we'll watch it. Um, but you like it? I'm I, I'm sure that I will. I, I can't imagine why I wouldn't. I mean, Lin Manuel uh, Miranda did some of the music. So hold the phone. No, I didn't know that. You didn't know it. No, I was just like uh, Pixar. Yeah. And Stephanie Beatrice is, is in it. I'm she, in. She voices no, stop. the main character. Stop. Stop. Have a crush on them both. I'm in. I'm Don Leguizamo is also a character. Oh God. Okay. See, too much. Uh, too too much, much. I can't too handle many. it now. Well, uh, just but but. I'm going but, to. But, of course, I'm going yeah. to. It's just. It's just Maybe sounds, we could watch that like now. later. We could for fun. But we were going to play video games. Okay. Hey. I don't know so why we can't do we both. Doing? We're adults. We're adults in in that have done laundry and wearing clothes for three days in a row. So we. You're can wearing do a different. <laughs> you're wearing a different outfit. You're fine. I know. I was just leaning back into the into, into the joke. It's fine. Um. Anyway. Uh. We're not here to talk about that. We are here what's to talk about the, a on, different movie. Unless you have anything the, else you want to um, talk no, about first. I don't. Huh. Nothing is. Nothing else new. New. No, just the snow is really pretty right now. It is. Um, I like that we get one snow, and there's just one cold, good cold, snow. Cold. It's a little bit of snow on top of a bunch of ice that you can't drive in, and they're just like, <laughs> "Good luck being home." Yeah, We're well, like, 
We don't want to go out anyway. It's fine. Humans. Uh, so, hey, what are we going to watch today? I know um, it has something to do with existential dread. There's a little, well, Can't there's wait a, for more of that. There's a little bit of... Ex- I, would, I would say that <laughs> Existential Crisis is, is a slice in the pizza that is this film. Um, Give me another hint about it's, it. It's one that I adore a lot. Oh. Duh. I mean, why else would I be showing it to you? Well, that's not true. I could show you some stuff that like I'm not in love with. I just like yeah, you need you just, to see this yeah. and we should talk about it. Yeah. But um, this is on the Jake Loves A Lot list still. So. Uh, clues, clues, clues. Okay. Because I had a stack of like, you know, more like five to seven movies or something. And yeah. I, I was giving you like random, I think one was like, um, murder. And another was like corrupt cops. And this one I was like, and one was like, kind of a love story, but not a real one. But yeah. also, and then, and then this one was, uh, I, I think I said, features existential crisis slash dread. Uh, and you were like, that one. Let's do that one. Which, let's be honest, says a lot about you. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Because you picked that. I didn't. I'm fine. Okay. I love you. It's going to be fine. I've got crazy eyes right now. You do. I, I know. <laughs> one day one day, if we branch out into actually like, you know, I see a lot of podcasts where they'll, uh, they'll, do video. they'll have video clips that they at least put on Instagram or, yeah. or they'll put the whole thing, like record it. Like, like shoot it and then put the whole thing up on YouTube. Like if we ever branch off to that, you'll get to see Emily's crazy eyes. But just oh right now, there, there's something to behold. Just just, just trust us. Uh, but no. Okay, so like, clues, clues, clues. Um, like I have no idea. I, I, I guessed. Um, I was going to say like it came out in 2001. That doesn't help you at all. I guessed Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind before, uh, but that's not not what that it one. Is. But you're in you're in, in the, the right same... vein. And honestly, is it butterfly effect. No, you're actually actually you're guessing in the right pocket. I I would say that mm. this one would make a really good double feature with Eternal Sunshine, which you haven't seen. And I can't wait for us to dive into. Yeah. One day eventually, mm. it's going to happen. Um. Okay, so uh, it has an actor that I love that you have. We might be on different. Jared Leto. No, we we might oh. be on different different teams of advocating for them mm. due to certain things. Is it Tom Cruise? I mean, there's th- that's an actor that would fall in that category. Do you want me, do you, do you want me <laughs> no, to no, no, do no, you want no. me to answer that yes or no for sure? No. Okay. okay. I was like, okay. am I supposed to confirm if you guess correct or not? I don't really know what. Uh, okay, I don't know what it is. Tell me what it is. Okay. Um, hang on. Uh, it's uh, there, there's 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 sci-fi elements to it. It's an all-star A-list cast by a director mm. that um used to be a journalist. That uh, if you're playing with the title, involves flavor and atmosphere. I don't know if that helps at all. Vanilla Sky. That's it. You got it. <laughs> I spoon fed you that one, to be honest. That was way too easy. I, I, I as I said that, I'm like, you, you might as well just say the fucking title, I, Jake. I, I forgot that was even a thing. Um, it makes me think of um, Drops of Jupiter. Hey. There, to to my knowledge, there are exactly zero train songs in this movie. <laughs> There's something. Uh, uh, Isn't that drop? Sky. That's train, right? Yeah, I'm remembering that from back in the day. Okay. Anyway. What? Why don't we like them? I like their sound. It's fun. Shit. You know what? what? 
Yeah, no, trans, okay. I Okay, this is a weird thing, but when I'm thinking back, I'm mixing up. You realize just what, who I always get them mixed up with? Is it Nickelback? No. Who? No. You remember Vertical Horizon? Oh. I always got Train and Vertical Horizon mixed up. I, I, I knew songs by both of them. Yeah. Shit, I had a Vertical Horizon CD back in the day. I think everyone did. I think that's the one that Vanilla Sky is making me think of. Ver- ver- vertical Horizon. Hmm. Sounds like a, a, a ethereal, like, aesthetic, like we're going to be in some clouds. Mm. I don't really know. I don't know a lot about this it's, one. It's, it's a movie about meteorologists. Really? And, and weather forecasters. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and then there's there's like a romance. It all, The whole thing takes place at a news studio. And it's, no, no, <laughs> not at all. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, it's Anchorman. Yeah, it's Anchorman. Oh, we're watching Anchorman. Yeah. Too. Betty the Weather Cat makes an appearance. Oh, we love. Local her. shout out. Betty the Weather Cat, she's beloved across the globe. Literally. Um. Okay. So, uh, what do you know about this movie? Nothing. Since you were you, you is were, it if, Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise. Okay, you were able okay. to guess the title. Um, directed by Cameron Crowe. Actually, if you don't know who else is in this, I don't. Um, this is a. I'm sure I did at one point because you know, like trailers for movies and like what's being shown on TV. Yeah, like, have you, like ha- I don't really know this one at all. Have you seen? Wait, have you seen any Cameron Crowe films? I don't know. You don't know. Have you seen? Well, okay, this is. The movie that they did before, before they reteamed it. Have you seen Jerry Maguire? No. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. You would actually really like that one. Uh, okay. Have you seen Say Anything? No. But I know the band. Almost Famous? No. Okay. Well, you don't need to see Elizabeth Town. That's fine. Um, I ha- singles? I think I have seen Elizabeth Town. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the one I haven't seen. I don't seen know because... if, I, if I have. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Is that the one with Natalie Portman? Uh, it, like that and Garden State came out around the same time. But you right? haven't seen Garden State. I haven't seen. Garden no, Elizabeth State. Town has Orlando Bloom and Kirsten Dunst. Oh my gosh, I love Orlando Bloom. And it, it's like Elizabeth Town, like Kentucky, like they shot like mm-hmm. right over there. I I don't know if I saw that one or I just heard a lot about it when it came out. Okay, well, like I I uh, isn't that bad? Like I don't remember what I've seen. That's okay. I mean, yeah. sometimes I have to log shit on Letterboxd to remember, oh, what did I watch lately? A lot. Hang on. Uh, yay. Which, uh, yay. I love Letterboxd. It's it's such a fun app. Anyway, I don't um, have it. I should probably start one. It's it's a good time. It's it's just it's just social media for movie nerds, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like I found, you know, me and friends, you can just follow and see what everybody logs in their diary. Like, what'd you watch? What'd you rate? You know, and yeah. it's a fun time. Um, I like that. Okay. So like uh, the last movie Cameron Crowe directed I haven't seen was Aloha. Uh, oh. In 2015, mm. which, if I remember right, because I remember seeing the trailers for that. Let me look this up. Yeah, it had Bradley Cooper, Rachel McAdams, Emma Stone, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Danny McBride, Alec Baldwin, John Krasinski, Bill Murray. Great cast. Didn't hear too much about the movie, but I never, I never mm. saw that. But so, like, uh, that was the last. No, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was that, and we bought a zoo. Were his last two movies? Oh, um, we bought a zoo. But this was yeah. this was the last. Okay, see, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one, but I remember when it came out. I haven't seen Aloha, We Bought a Zoo, or Elizabeth Town. His previous movies, but everything up through this, I stand by. Like, say anything in singles, love them. Jerry Maguire, great, almost famous. Fucking like, you have to see that movie. I will okay. show that to you at some yeah. point. But Vanilla Sky is. Yeah, I, I'm. Is it his swan song? It's my favorite film he's made. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really, I really like all the other ones. Almost Famous is, it's pretty damn up there. Yeah. Um, and as far as like you know, rom coms go, Jerry Maguire is 
pretty great. Like when you hear about it, you're like, oh, this sounds. Is this a rom com? No. no. There, there, there's a romance in it, and there's comedic elements, but no, I would not put that at that as that. Hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so like I really, I am a big fan of this movie. That's actually cool that you don't know, like you know, you knew the nothing about it. The last few that we've watched, I don't know a lot about. Do you like? Do you remember? You don't remember like seeing a trailer, any scenes or anything? Like like, do, do you want me to give you any background I on this? I feel at all? like I remember the the cover of it has. Orange and cream color on it. Yeah, yeah. It's vanilla sky. Yeah, but that's all, no. I don't. I kind of. I like going in blind. Like okay. I'm cool. I'm cool with just like. All right. Well, uh, then then I will save. Unless every- I need a heads up. Do uh, I need a well, heads up? Well, I, I will save everything for the discussion. This is um, I'm. I, I'll give you one thing. Um, yeah. I because I, I saw. Yes, I saw the. This this is a remake. Oh, it's a remake of a of, of, of a Spanish language film called Abre los Ojos from uh, Alejandro Aminabar. Am I remembering? Yeah, Alejandro Aminabar. I, ho- I hope I'm saying his name. Anyway, he's great. Uh, I I saw the original film in uh, shit. Yeah, I think I saw it like in some film class in college. Anyway, oh, cool. it's it's, yeah. it's very good. Um, this is a remake that happened because the movie is called Abre los Ojos, which translates to Open Your Eyes. Mm-hmm. And it came out in 1997. This came out in 2001, so it was a pretty quick remake. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the lead actress in that film reprises the same role in this one. So that was that was that was what I knew going in was just the, oh, it's Tom Cruise and Cameron Crowe reuniting remake. Huh. I'm not gonna tell you who because like literally you're gonna be you're be you'll be surprised at holy shit they're in this movie too like it's it's a crazy cast I can't wait to watch so, let's go watch um, yeah let's eat salt and vinegar chips and watch let's let's eat some chips and watch this movie and then there's gonna be a lot to talk about I I, I will I will say depending this movie's either gonna land I think I think I I think I know how this is gonna land with you so I'm gonna say carefully I guess like hold on to your heart a little bit oh, no. <laughs> this movie this movie like emotionally wrecks me like I. I might not, but usually I do cry like a little kid when I watch this movie. Aww. So this will be a fun time. Uh, I'll, I will hold you. Yay. Uh, let's so, go watch Let's now. go. Let's go have some chips and watch this movie. And okay. then we will come back and talk about it. So um, if you feel like joining us, uh, listeners, go and pause and grab you a drink and watch Vanilla Sky. And we will come back and talk about said cinematic thingy. Yay. Okie dokie. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 How are you feeling? I um. It's a lot. I feel okay. It's just. Uh. It's yeah yeah. There's um for me like like I I think it's very impactful and I think that there's a lot to unpack here to so, talk about. So this movie vanilla ice cream. Vanilla. <laughs> The most boring flavor. Like for for a movie called Vanilla Sky, this is the most least vanilla movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad joke. I hate myself for that one. What? No, (laughs) I love you. We're both wearing glasses right now. Hey, well, you know, you have to see sometimes. Yeah, no, not always. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you uh, I'm just being dumb. Okay. Uh so I I okay, the movie to me is it's an art film for sure, like a high concept. Yeah, no, no, definitely, like, definitely a high concept film. Art, like you have to view it through the lens of that. Like it's a high concept art film that 
is saying some abstract things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might just be like WTF the whole time. Yeah, no, no. It, it's very, well, you said abstract. It's like yeah. very like esoteric and full of metaphor and, you know, like what yeah. what you're seeing represents something else. Like the scenes aren't always about what the scenes are about, et cetera, et cetera. But it's, it's like, uh, but, but at the same time, like I think it's fairly, while it is abstract, I also think it's fairly um, straightforward in, in the yeah. same sense, like, 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 like Christopher Nolan movies, like, like a, like an inception or something where they're, they're high concept and they, but you you don't get so lost that you're yeah, like, like you the, may be WTF, but you're not like what the fuck is actually going on. Like you can't. They're still you can still coherently follow them. Yes. I think most audience members could. Yes, I I would agree because it's not like things are. It's not like that. Okay, this is this like isn't going to land on you yet, but it's not like David Lynch territory, which I know that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. something to you because we haven't delved into that for you yet. But yeah, um, it it's. It's kind of like it's like Phantom of the Opera meets oh <laughs> uh Phantom of the Opera meets Quasimodo meets Beauty and the Beast okay meets I mean yeah I'm on board with all of these I don't know rich white boys who are bad friends learning a lesson and then putting, putting their brains on ice for their conscience consciousness to torture themselves forever Fair. In, in a hell that they have created for themselves yeah hell is other people but when you okay that but that that's but, um but that's when, not me no but, Tom but, Paul Sart. but but when you're no i yeah but yeah. When, when you're like when you're is um, that his name who tom paul sart tom tom paul what? what is that? What are you talking about? Don't even listen to me. I don't know things. No, I was just I was just acknowledging if that wasn't from you. Then it's a uh, no exit. That's the it's from the no exit. Well, okay, yeah. But you, Tom Thomas. I'm gonna let you do okay. Okay, I, you I, talk, I'm, you I'm, talk. I'm saying I'm agreeing with yeah, you yeah, because yeah, yeah. My, my whole point I was gonna make was you saying like you know yeah rich white boys and everything the way you described that it sort of uh, I, I I guess my immediate reaction to hearing like if you described this movie was about that is oh well you know how am i going to sympathize with that character but but it's it's very like like somehow uh tom cruise's character david is still very like charming and like you know definitely i think pulls sympathy from the audience at least for me like the way that his character is rounded out and it's tom paul sart tom paul sart it's jean paul there you go you got it <laughs> did not bastardize that at all tom paul, tom paul sart from tom down the road. <laughs> sorry okay okay no you're fine i'm back i'm back I'm but back. but but like yeah in all your comparisons yeah. like, i think it's funny you said phantom of the opera because i was like oh the masks and i always i always remember thinking like yeah i always wanted to do, wanted to do a double feature of this with eyes wide shut and it's just tom cruise and masks <laughs> um but uh yeah, and I mentioned earlier you haven't seen. It. I think this would make a good double feature with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind because I think which I it, want to see. Yes, uh, thematically, I think they uh, they're definitely at least could exist as cousins or com- good companion pieces. <laughs> they're kissing cousins. They're kissing cousins. <laughs> um, but uh, but really, uh, what what makes for a very interesting uh, one-two punch is uh, this and in, in the original film, Abre Los Ojos. Mm. Uh, we and should just, watch uh, sometime. Uh, yeah, I I. I I th- I think that you'd really like it. I really really like it. I'll, yeah. I'll admit I feel I feel kind of bad. I I prefer this version. Like I I think 
they're both great films, but I just Which like this one. Which did you see first? I said at the intro, like I, the way I remember it, um, I think I remember seeing this was coming out and renting and watching the original film. Okay. First, yeah, that could be a lie. I don't. I don't concretely remember that. It was. It was either I saw it right before. No. no I think no. I rented it immediately afterwards because uh. because I remember, I remember being so in like yeah because then 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 the ending wouldn't have floored me as much as I remember because I would have seen yeah. it coming yeah because the story it's not different you know it's, it's not same. like like the way yeah. that the way that it ends up the delivery and the execution changes a little bit mm-hmm. but what happens is not. Oh, that's a different movie. Yeah. So, shit, no, I think I saw this one first. I think I remembered incorrectly. So I'm pretty sure, now that I'm critically thinking about it, that I saw this the Vanilla Sky first and then saw Aubrey Los Ojos afterwards. Yeah. Um, I c- they make I- really good... But they, they yeah. exist as companion pieces, much yeah. like I would say when you're thinking of remakes, like, a, I know you haven't seen these, but like a Let the Right One In and Let Me In, they... Uh, or Suspiria and Suspiria. Yeah. They, where they sort of exist we as We watched like, Suspiria, but we haven't watched Suspiria You haven't yet. seen the remake, yeah. the new one. But th- th- <laughs> where they kind of exist as like, they're their own things and they work as good It's like compa- a love letter to... Yeah, as opposed to, yeah. why the hell did you remake that? Yeah. And there are definitely well, remakes that fall into that category. Did they did they remake this into um, an American film like to, to in order for it to be nominated? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Well, like, because back then... Uh, we didn't have like a um, parasite or a minori like these um, yeah. the foreign language films uh, being nominated for best picture. Well, like we kind do. of in two thousand, you oh. did have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which which because yeah. that was a big deal because that was up for foreign film and b- for best foreign language film and also best picture. Okay, so okay. so it, it so it, I'm, it was I'm a, a little rar- wrong. No, 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 it was a rarity. It's happening because you know you had you, you, Parasite and Minari; those were like back to back. Yeah, I think I think roughly. so. I think they were so um, one right after the other. Um, you know, in Parasite winning and all. Oh, uh, yeah. So oh, I, my gosh, I, I, I love that movie. It's so good. So good. I don't know that this was the... Um, yeah, that was like one year they actually... Oscars got it right, I thought. Yeah. Um, th- th- this was... Uh, I, I don't... I mean, I, I, I can't speak concretely to the motivation. I probably could look it up. I just don't have it in front of me. Uh, if If what the motive for making it was... I mean, I'd like to think Cameron Crowe was like, hey, I could probably put an original spin on this. But um, th- there is... A, okay, so when... Uh, Alejandro Aminabar, I hope I'm saying his name mm-hmm. right, uh, said, uh, okay, so Open Your Eyes, Abre Los Ojos, came out in 1997. Yeah. This was 2001. Yes, that's correct. Um, so uh, Alejandro said about Cameron Crowe's film, uh, quote, when I learned quite some time ago now that Cameron Crowe was going to write and direct the film based on Open Your Eyes with Tom Cruise in the leading role, I felt honored. Uh, now that I've seen Vanilla Sky, I couldn't be more proud. Cameron has all my respect and admiration, respect for having plumbed the deepest meaning of the work, admiration for having sought new viewpoints and a fresh approach to the mise-en-scene, giving the film his own unmistakable touch. Vanilla Sky is a true is true is at, sorry, Vanilla Sky is as true to the original spirit as it is irreverent towards its form, and that makes it a courageous, innovative work. I think I can say that for me, the projects are like two very special brothers. They have the same concerns, but their personalities are quite different. In other words, they sing the same song, but with quite different voices. One likes opera and the other likes rock and roll. And oh, I, that's I think cool. and I think that that yeah. like coming from the the helmer of the original yeah. film, I was like, that's that's I, I don't know that I could 
put that better. Yeah. I, I agree it's, with that. I echo that. I think that it's they 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 exist as it's not just a cash. It didn't it, for me. It wasn't a cash grab. There was actually like there was more that Cameron Crowe had Cameron something to, to he, say. He he yeah. he, he had a fresh way to tell the story. He yeah. had something to something to say it, with it, and, and it had purpose. I okay, and I I feel bad for trying to like paint a brush over that. Like oh no, did and not I didn't want think, it to be. I didn't think uh, you were because yeah. because it's it's a, it's quick to remake a yeah, film from ninety seven yeah. to two thousand one. Um, so and and. It, uh, that that made me wonder if it was just more palatable, you know what I mean, to to audiences at that time. Well, and, and I'm um, not the one thing that people I, and I agree with whenever I hear films that I love, and we've talked about this before on on on, on the podcast. Like, oh, what's the point? Why remake that? Just watch the original one. Sometimes I think I think it's very context dependent. Like, yeah. there there's sometimes a fresh new way to tell the story, whether it's modernizing it or updating it, or just looking mm. at it from a different perspective. Someone else, a different storyteller's viewpoints, like. I always say like everybody, there's no news stories. Yeah. Everyone's heard, everything's a temp, like a rip off of one of the original storytelling tropes. Every Everybody's heard Peter Pan, you know, but it's like, yeah. it's like, I remember my mom would read me that when I was falling asleep as a kid. Aww. But like, for instance, like I've never heard your mom read it. Yeah. You know, like, and, and you've never heard me read it. I've never heard you. So it's like, you know, the, the, the storyteller, like the story. The original Peter Pan, like, yeah. and then added on uh, the hook story added on, or Peter and the Starcatcher yeah. added before that. And, and those um, are like, yeah, and those are like, you know, fresh new ways. But I mean, even if you just take the literal original source text, like, give this, you know, the same novel, the same script, whatever. Like, I, I, I think I, I, whenever I think of remakes, I really think of like kids being read bedtime stories by their parents. You know, mm. it was like, oh, I, I prefer the way dad does it or I prefer <laughs> the way mom does it. It's the same damn thing. It's just you know, someone reads it differently. And and that to me is all when someone has a fresh way of telling a story to make it feel fresh and original. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with well, that. Now, it's like, like, and and, and <laughs> sorry, like, I'm sorry, like I, I, I'm ah, my point that I'm very ineloquently trying to get to here is that I think it's always if at the very least it causes someone to seek out the original source mm -hmm. work you know like and go back and okay well you go watch the original whether or not you like the new one it it, it, it expands the fan base and, it, and if you just like the new one at least you know it, it, you're being exposed to the material i prefer that the new ones be good but like if anything I, yeah. I, I it doesn't take away okay cool so you always have the original one yeah. if you don't like the remake don't watch the remake yeah. It doesn't hurt anything. So, so um, it's kind of like remounting a play or, or reviving a play um, after, like, after so many years, uh, it hasn't been on Broadway or hasn't been done in a place. Like, okay, um, let's stage it again, new direction, new cast, and see. Because I mean, like, didn't they do that recently yeah. with like Twelve Angry Men and Sorkin? Is that, is that the one I'm thinking of? Not Twelve. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Sorry. But um, I've, I've heard that that's like very different it's very different but then also you could look at musicals um they just did this with um your favorite oklahoma um, <laughs> but they remounted it or, or they, remounted it. they revived it recently and made it kind of like a pared down orchestra more like it was a band in a town playing it's a little more oh, yeah, updated. you told me about that um uh eight oh annie's in a wheelchair uh there's uh and i don't know if that's crucial to the plot but um there's at, at, at the end, like, I get, I haven't seen it. I've only heard about it. But it's just a little more raw. It's a little more, um, it takes a closer look at the relationship between 
Judd the outsider and the people of the town and the contentious relationship and and who we cast as other uh, versus who we include. Um, so and that's uh, like usually when you think Oklahoma, you think, oh, they're singing and dancing and like there's going to be a fa- or like a and two, two bits. and two bits um, and all that. But then you kind of you I don't know if you forget this, but like it does. It has a dark ending, like somebody gets stabbed and then like there's a trial and they they kind of like hurry the trial so that the newlyweds can go on their honeymoon. Uh, As you do. Somebody died. It's fine. Let them go. He was a pervert anyway. (laughs) Apparently. It's okay. He died. He was a pervert. He was a pervert. Or was he just an outsider? So it kind of like takes a closer look. It like looks at it from another window, another angle. Yeah. Um. And and you see that I don't know. Like anytime something is re- revived or a company revisits something they've done in the past, like to do it the same way every time, um, would make it stale. But it, whenever you breathe new life into a project or find new things or keep discovering, um new things about a story um new aspects new ways to reach an audience i don't know it, it this i guess it would be more it, it this is like theater okay yeah no no, no. I, yeah I, I i i i totally support that yeah which is cool i think i think people like to to have new things to watch because with with movies like it doesn't have the temporary feel of theater like even if you go back to see a show the next day, it's not the same experience as the night before. Right. Right. So, so maybe, maybe um, people are like, ah, quit with the remakes because it's like, well, I can, I've already, I've got it forever. Well, exactly. Well, but, everything, but, everything is like now the the big stuff you always see that does well. It, it's always like a remake or a sequel or a franchise or like you yeah. Know, there's very few new ideas and you, like Vanilla Sky when this came out, it felt like new and fresh and even it was like a remake. So, yeah. but I. I don't know. I, I need to get off my whole like you know remakes are okay versus not okay. But like well, it, 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 just it, it just depends. It depends when on I heard, the intent. Yeah, and when I heard that they were going to redo like Parasite already as like an HBO movie or series, but like Americanized, I, I, my first thought was why? Like oh. you know like like and I you think well you should have the same reaction with this, but I didn't, and I'm like I. Just, uh, it, it it's be, very um, it's very it depends on the project. It depends on the motivation, like you said, the intent. I think sometimes certain audience needs to see not that they need to be force fed but they need to see something from a different perspective in order to get a message yeah so maybe that's why they want to elaborate on the the concept of parasite but right it, like but the, it, some people just can't bridge that gap with the true language gap which is, well yeah uh, and some people like you know I, I get the the reading subtitles like, i feel bad about it because i i i i uh the, reading puts me to sleep so quick <laughs> so if, if i'm at all tired i need to not watch anything where i have to read subtitles it will lull me i don't know why i just you know i i could stay up all night watching movies but read peter pan to you to go to ob- sleep obviously that's it Obby. but i uh <laughs> no like i i don't so so I, I feel bad about I will I won't watch films dubbed it bugs me unless it's like yeah. it like a old spaghetti western or old jallos where like they're the only version is the English version because they weren't recording sound because all the actors were speaking in their original language and then they dubbed it afterwards that was sort of like that an is Italian so thing. wild and people were like oh the sync's <laughs> off like I'm not watching I'm like no no you're watching the original version like if you watch another country like the the Italian version like 
the American actors in there don't speak Italian, they're going to be dubbed too. It's, it's, it's all just, it, that's how they did it. The one thing it doesn't bug me on, and I get flack from like a lot of friends, but like if it's animated, I, yeah. I kind of don't care. I feel bad about that because I know anime purists are like, no, you got to watch the original language. I'm like, yeah, but the, the, the lips are animated to be close to what's actually being said. I'm not taking away from that, but also sometimes, sometimes it's just like Pac-Man mouths moving. And, and like because the sync, I, I can't really see the concrete difference on some projects. I'm not gonna say it all the yeah. way across. It doesn't bug me, so I'm like, okay, I'll just yeah, I watch I watch the dub. And sometimes the performances aren't as good, but like, but I cannot do it with live action. I've got to yeah. see. So so uh oh oh that was in uh, okay getting out of the weeds. My yeah. my my point is like I understand some people like it's stupid. It's like just read subtitles, but also I I sometimes I'm like. I'm too tired to do that. So I'll actively choose not to watch a movie I want to see because I'm like, oh, I don't feel like reading right mm-hmm. now. I'm just being lazy. I'm a shit. You're not uh, a shit. But, but, but I, 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 again, this, this feels like to me something that was, uh, had it, its heart was in the right place. It was treated with care. It didn't feel like a cheap play. You know, I mean, the, Look at look, look at the production design. Look at the, yeah. look at the casting. I mean, like we we have. I'm sure. I I actually just have a lot of head thoughts to talk about. I know you oh, have more I notes. Have like, I have some trivia I want to uh, go over. But 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 like just think about out of the gate how the movie starts. Like yes, if you like, how can you not be impressed? Like at the very beginning. Like yeah. So we're introduced to Tom Cruise's character yeah. David. He wakes up, and you hear. Uh, well, it's these floating. Think about even just the first shots. These floating like almost helicopter god's eye view shots of like new york city yeah you know and like coming through the sky through the clouds down closer 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 to an apartment building window they're and going then, through the vanilla sky yes and then we hear <laughs> and then we hear you know abre los ojos open your eyes and then radiohead kicks in tom cruise's character david ames opens his eyes wakes up and then we get this amazing open this is like one of the coolest opening sequences like at that time, I think I think of, of that of that that era of film, like the early aughts. Mm-hmm. I was like th- this was like a standout opening sequence for me. It was you. You're specifically meaning when he gets in his car and he's driving, and there's nobody in the street. Yeah, I was York. kind of setting up. Yeah, but yeah. like he gets in his car, it starts his day. We get okay, rich guy. You know, uh, he's getting in his Porsche for his really expensive car. I think it was a Ferrari. I think goes, in the dream it was, but then he drives a Mustang. It's fine. I should I used to make a show about cars. I should know. It's fine. Anyway, but then yeah, so he gets in. He uh, he gets in his car, pulls out, and it's it's actually New York, not green screen or anything. And there's no one out. Yeah, bare streets until he gets Times Square. Still, All alone, like n- nobody in Times Square, and then he's just running. Yeah, this is and paranoid. then he wakes up from his dream. Yeah, this paranoid fever dream, and they literally they they actually shut down. Times Square, like shut down New York to shoot this thing. So, and you can tell. I mean, they they could have. Oh, let's just do this on like a digital back lot and blah blah blah. No, it it it. You feel that, like yeah. I did. Can't think of another film where I've seen that happen. I um, I don't know. There might be one out there. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. It was it it was not computer enhanced at all. Uh, uh, from what I've read, the production uh, was given unprecedented permission to shut down Times Square just for like for a Sunday. Um. The news ticker, I guess, was uh, providing updates at that time on the uh, George Bush Al Gore election. So, uh, so, oh. so, so the one thing that they changed is to avoid dating the film. They changed the Nasdaq sign in post production, just because like they were like, yeah. you know, they wanted it to not to be a little more timeless. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that was. Uh, 
I, I, and just knowing that they actually did that, I think is kind of amazing. That is very cool. And that's, that would have been, um, pre nine 11 then, cause it came out in 2001. Um, well, so, uh, I'm trying to see, did well, I, well, they would have shot it. They would have shot it in or earlier. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they shot it earlier because if it came out, then they would have probably shot that in 2000. But uh, actually, the studio executives, uh, they wanted Cameron Crowe to use um, uh, with the special effects team to remove the World Trade Center shots that are in the movie. Mm. Um, because they were like, oh, no, we shouldn't have that in there. But Crowe didn't remove them. So you see them in the background in the shots in New York City. He's like, mm. no, we're not going to take yeah. them out. But that, that, I know that was a super sensitive thing at that point. And a lot of films were impacted. I remember there was a, a whole cut scene. From originally. Spider-Man? From Spider-Man, but also, like, oh. yeah, where he was catching, like, between the <laughs> yeah. two tires, but also Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah, you know because like, he was there, driving, yeah, he was flying a plane. whole scene where he's flying a plane, and he kind of, like, clips a building, like, yeah. you know, it, it was in Hawaii, wasn't it? I think so. But, but you know, yeah. st- still, they, like, had this whole sequence that they're like, nope, take it out, take it out. Yep. Oh. So. Uh. Um, mm. Which I get. I get. It was too tsunami at the time. Too tsunami. But, uh. So anyway, yeah. So like, like right out of the gate, you have this amazing sequence, which tells me like, okay, you're, you're. We're here to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my first notes are NYC and empty Times Square, and next is Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. I told you this was a pretty big cast in this thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. No. I. 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 I love her in this movie. I think she's great. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got yep, to say. That- yeah, she does a fine job, but good job, Cameron I think, Diaz. Like, okay, so moving a little bit past this, like, super cute, re- super crazy. Oh, a little bit, but also like, mm. no, no, no. Okay, say I shouldn't say that because like he literally like treat. It's his he ways. Treats I, her I sympathize like with both of them, but he does not treat her well, a and, sex and doll. he he does not consider her feelings. So like. I shouldn't say crazy. I understand, but like she does kind of have that, like, like she leans into that overly attached girlfriend kind of a thing. But it's it's understandable. Like, uh, like it, I'm afraid yeah. of her in this yeah. movie. It, here's the thing: it's um, there's a disconnect between them because yes, uh, it sounds like what they have talked about is oh, we are just friends. That like you know we're what just this is. This fun is, buddies. Yeah. They're just They're fuck, fuck buddies. buddies. Yeah. Um, and it was not communicated to David Ames that Cameron Diaz's character, what's her name again? Julie Gianni. Julie. Uh, Julie did not communicate to David, hey, I'm yeah. catching Juliana you. Gianni. Juliana. Julie. Julie. Yeah. Juliana. Okay. Yeah. Julie. Um, but yeah. She did not communicate that she was catching feels. She caught the feels, yeah. And and so there was this imbalance in the relationship. So I, I would say, like, it takes two to tango, right? Like, she could have said something, and if it was hurting their friendship or if they were interested in pursuing something else, then, like, cool. But what do you get the impression that he has said, no, 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 we're just friends to her and just, like, keeps her in that pocket and, but just like I, I mean, like he even brings up before, like you know, yeah, we, th- this is we know what this is, you know, and like I, I think that I can't feel sorry for her if they discuss what their relationship is, and then she says she's in love right, with him. But we only know well, telling. We, true, yeah. we yeah. only know the information that's presented to us, and this story is from David's perspective. So, like you know, there, we don't we're not privy to these conversations, but with the information that we're given 
my interpretation is you kind of knew what this was. You yeah, caught feelings, but and that's also fine. Like, but, but also, like, it, it could, sucks. They both could, of course, he could be He'd a little be, more considerate. He could be a little obvious. more perceptive. Yeah. I, now, as someone who has never been able to tell if anyone <laughs> has feelings for me or anything, you literally have to, like, grab me, like, by the collar, force eye contact, and say, hey, I like you, you shit. Like I, I don't, I don't. Which is I don't, almost literally yes, what I did. You literally, that's what you did. <laughs> I don't pick up on flirting. I don't pick up on signals. So this whole like, oh, do they like me? Because if you do that, then you think like, oh, anything could be like they like like me. No, they're just being nice. So like, I don't really like pay attention to or pick up on signals. So he could have been more perceptive. But as somebody that I think that he, shit, yeah. I am oblivious to. I also, I, I don't know. From that perspective, I'm like, oh, that doesn't mean that you caught it. But also, yeah. if he's such like a ladies' man as he presents, like. He probably, he probably knows. knows what he's doing because he talks yeah. about these these he, when he's talking to Kurt Russell, which Kurt Russell, yay, Kurt by Russell. the way. But when he's talking to him about like I had these systems with women that you that you wouldn't would be amazed by the work, the, you know, the pleasure like freaking, delaying of working um, him down. Dennis from <laughs> Dennis or <laughs> Barney from sunny. My How I Met Your yes. Mother. It's he's very much like that kind of a Playboy character. Yeah. So so he probably he knows what he he's probably doing. knows. I'm sure he's more perceptive of that than than old Jake here. So yeah, I, I think it's like a he he's turned a blind eye to it and neglected this person who he calls his friend. Yes, um, using her and. Not, you know, like checking in to be like, hey, is this still like a mutual yeah. thing or yeah, cause, what's I mean, going on? Because, I mean, she's being a friend, but she's also being thoughtful. very caring. Like the, the, the start of this is that he had a cold. She had yeah. a cold. She caught his cold. Mm-hmm. And she shows up and brings him chicken soup. With soup. And and bangs his brains out. Because the friendship. That's how you do You show it. up with chicken soup. Chicken, yeah. Chicken soup. Apparently. You show up shoop, with chicken shoop, soup and no shoop. underwear. That's, Speaking that's, of soup. That's what friends do, right? Speaking of soup, this movie is kind of Deadpool. <laughs> Speaking of soup, I see what you did there. Ah, oh, shit. But a- no, anyway. No, no, no. You get points for that one. That was good. That was that, that had layers. I yeah, like that. Onions have layers. Emily okay. has layers. Hey, I have layers. Um, okay, keep talking, I keep talking, trying onion. to put Ellie the cat in my lap, but she will not jump into my lap. I pick her up and put her on my lap, and then she jumps back into the chair next because to me. Because we're sitting forward and talking. Like she wants to come, you to sit back and relax so she can I lay down. I have to sit up tall because of my yoga back. Yes, and I'm just sitting up to the microphone. I've been doing so. a 30-day 30, 30 yoga challenge. <laughs> hey, good so, job. Yeah, thanks. And you're doing great. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I want to get you into yoga. I am excited to try. Um, anyway, um, back okay, to the so, film. So we'll get to the Deadpool thing after a while. So um, we, uh, I, we don't necessarily have to go through the plot. No, I, I was like, okay, what's no. next in the story? But we, 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 we tried say, we tried that as the structure um, for Strange Days, and I felt <laughs> kind of meh about it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so I think that his guy friend dude looks like our buddy Brandon Eck. Plus our friend Joe Atkinson, plus Charlie from It's Always Sunny. You about Jason Lee's character? Yeah, I think so. Is that who it is? Yes, Jason. The friend. Lee. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he looks like all these people that I know or don't know. Uh, I mean, okay. and then I wrote That's Penelope cool. Cruz, his friend Brian, for reference. Brian, and then I wrote Tom equals David equals bad friend. Then I wrote hologram, and then I say, I wrote down what. You're rich and women love you, and I'm from Ohio and drunk. <laughs> I love that line. It sounds like a line that like you would hear in an old timey musical or something. 
Yeah. Pure rich a, and women love you. Like it should. It, it's, it's, like, it's a very. Uh, I can't. Don't, it, you're going to ask me to explain why. Like, I can't really put my finger on it, but it's it, that is very much a Cameron Crowe line. I don't mean that as a bad in a bad way because yeah. I like it, but it's like it, yeah, he wrote that. It's like uh, uh it feels like it should have been in The Great Gatsby or something. Oh, um, but. Okay. Uh, not necessarily just which you almost get a little bit of that that character that persona infused into this guy yeah a little bit just that excess in life Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of like a and still dissatisfied no matter what like you know things aren't bringing you happiness it's almost like his friend is stating the obvious it's like an outright like character thing to compare them yeah um and it it's like a i don't know like a boiled down way of um helping the audience learn who these people are and like where they stand in each other's lives. And it's just an easy way, an easy way to get some exposition in without having to do or show much. Right. I don't know. But I thought that line was really funny. No, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, gl- yeah, I'm yeah. glad you liked it because I like that one too. Um, yeah. so, so you've introduced, you, you mentioned Penelope Cruz. So we Penelope take a minute to talk Cruz. about her. Because like, she she is reprising the her role as the same character that she played yeah. in Abre Los Ojos. So like, uh, I I love her, Sophia, in this movie. I yeah. I used to just think, I mean, she still is great. Like, I thought Penelope Cruz was just the, the cutest, most adorable thing. I, I think that she's I was, charming as hell in I this movie. I was watching this movie, and Penelope Cruz had bangs, and now I want bangs. Yes, I support this. So, swoopy bangs. Bring back swoopy bangs, Emily. We shall see. I'm going to start a change.org petition. <laughs> <laughs> Raise a one go, million dollars. will be a GoFundMe. <laughs> Um, but those were a lot of work but no, no I I, but yeah no i i totally get that she was adorable in yeah. this in this movie in the part it she's kind of like a um like a like a little like a fairy like a little sprite like a yeah. just and, like a magical like, just being. Her, her her bubbly energy and she's yeah. just so like endearing and charming and mm-hmm. adorable and i just I, I i love her in this movie and they're meet cute like the whole now granted she comes to comes to david's birthday party tom cruise's character with tom cruise's best friend David's uh, best yeah. friend Brian, played by Jason Lee, she comes with Jason Lee to the party, and ends up spending all the time with with Tom Cruise's character. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, kind of bad friend, but also it's hard because they're it's hard to get upset because their meet cute night is well, so and adorable. It is to me. adorable, but then I also was feeling bad for Cameron Diaz because she's like, you didn't invite me to this party, but she shows up, yeah. and it's like, dude, like if it's kind of like. And, and here's it's and here's the thing. Un- both un- ways. Understanding or not, at this point, I'm like, yeah, but boundaries. Should There's he? This- was it rude that weird that he didn't invite her? Yeah. Is it weird that she shows up and just dances with the waiter and like stares at him from across the room? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, but <laughs> she is the saddest girl holding a martini. She, I think she is the saddest girl to ever hold a martini. But, yeah. Um, but no, the, the thing Which is, that's a great line too. It is. Yeah. I, I I definitely feel like, um. I, I, I probably need to show you some for reference, but um, around uh, David's apartment, he has all these uh, uh, French New Wave film posters, like yeah. a lot of Jean-Luc Godard, uh, and then there's a Jules and Jim poster. Uh, so, like, like there's a... This feels very much like like a French film. <laughs> the, 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 the meetup, like, the, the characters and everything. It feels very, like... Is it like A little French New Wave in influenced The original... Two or no, not as much. 
Uh, a well, little, don't tell me. Uh, don't tell me. I want to watch a it. little bit, but it, it's yeah. di- it's different. The, the the original, the Spanish one is shorter. This one's like uh, like elaborated yeah. on a little bit more. I yeah. think, uh, as I recall, it's been a long time since I've seen Aubrey Loso host. Like I've watched Vanilla Sky a lot more, but uh, couldn't you see? Okay, so um, Tom Cruise's character, uh, David Ames, couldn't you see like taking him out, like and replacing him with uh, Christian Bale's Batman, or taking him out and putting in um, freaking. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio as Gatsby, or like plucking him out and putting um, what is his freaking name? Martin Sheen? No. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, the one in uh the uh the game. Oh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Oh no, not, not a I Sheen at all. He, yeah, fine. he's not a Sheen. But, but we had a Michael Douglas like kind of role at we one did. point. Yeah, we did. There's um, more we could do. Anyway. Which, but don't you feel like? All of these rich dudes, you could just like pluck in, put in, like they're this like do do this guy, and then let's, oh yeah, I, I live in extravagance and but, I don't know like but, but I think I, this I one works ab- abuse my uh, influence with women and, and yeah yeah but like, but but I, and yeah of course that's interchangeable. Uh, but, Tony but I think, Stark, Robert Downey Jr. There you go, Tony Stark. But but I think this this role particular works like specifically well for Tom Cruise. Like honestly, I think oh yeah. Well, I, I just think this mean is... um, not necessarily that Tom Cruise should be replaced, but oh no, it's I did, the sorry, char- I didn't think the character. Um, it's an archetype. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, like for for me, this this actually, he's he's had a lot. I yay okay yeah we can get into the whole like Scientology weird. I, 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 as far as performers go, like I I love Tom Cruise. I think he's great. He's always been great. He'll always be great. This this might be my favorite performance from him. I think I still like I think him I could, in A Few Good Men better. He's great in A Few Good Men. He's great in The Last Samurai. He's great in the Mission Impossible franchise. He's great in... It, Magnolia actually is up there oh, for yeah. me. Like but, but this might be, I think, overall... It's probably this from Magnolia. If I had to say, mm-hmm. like the strongest performance I've seen from him, or the best, like it's. I want to watch it's, Magnolia I, again. Yeah, I, that'd be a good since one to we revisit. Watched, um, I wish we hadn't watched that before we conceptualized oh, yeah. the podcast. Yeah, but you know, but um, we could show somebody else who hasn't seen it. This is true. Uh, and Tom Cruise also has, at the time, I mean, I don't know if he still feels this way, but at the time he had, he has said before that this is the best film that he's done, and Aww. I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna argue with it. Uh, That's cool. The but but him and Penelope Cruz like I first off like she's adorable adorable in this but like we talked about but their chemistry is just intensely it's, palpable yes. like and and you can see it I think okay you could say like were they acting or not a uh, little little bit of behind the scenes thing uh, so Ooh. during the filming of this movie Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman announced their separation that they were oh. getting divorced and uh, after. During the production and two years, therefore, after Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz were dating, they were romantically involved. Oh. So, um, I, I, I don't, th- I Cruz, don't think that's what Cruz broke and him and him and Nicole Kidman up. No, they, they were, they were already probably, on the way out. In, it, from I think it was what a I Scientology. Understand. Yeah, from yeah. what I understand, but but yeah, this was uh, so, so you can definitely see, you know, the the the, the chemistry between the two of them. If you um, heard something weird, it was me uh, crouching like a goblin in my chair. Aw. Cat. What's up, Ellie? You want attention? She does, but we can't give it right now. I'm sorry, little we baby. can give not it in the way, we, we not in the way anyway. she wants. But um, so uh, okay, so so we have like the meet cute that night. He stays up all night with Sophia. 
uh, they draw each other. They, they they delayed their pleasure. They delay their pleasure, and it's this super 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 cute thing. And he's like has a new uh new outlook on life. He's gonna go run his company and not be passive. And you know he's just, he's she makes him. <laughs> this is <laughs> she makes him want to be a better man. Basically, yeah. It's so, like uh Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and then he goes out. <laughs> Uh, and then this is because this is all still essentially the setup for what the movie is. Yeah. He, he goes out and goes to his car the next morning after I've been up all night with Sophia and uh, pulling up kind of stalkerish is is uh, Cameron Diaz. Diaz is Juliana uh, yes. pulling up in her car and kind of gives him some shit and says, like, you want to make it up to me? Get in the car with me. And they go for a ride. Yeah. And, and, then, then, the, and then this fucking scene. Sh- that was this. This was so uncomfortable the first time I saw this. In oh, the my gosh. I. Thinking about it right now is giving me like high anxiety. <laughs> the, the, the way it builds, like you know, where yeah. she, at first it's just kind of awkward and uncomfortable, and she's playing this this album. She's like, "Would you do a story on me for your magazine if I if I was a singer?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she's playing a song. Now that actually is Cameron Diaz singing on that song that she's playing for him. She's pretty good. Uh, so job. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's. Um, I think the song was actually done by Cameron Crowe's wife, if I'm not wrong, who was one of the members of Heart, if I'm remembering correctly. Remember the band? Uh, la, 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 Nancy Wilson. Anyway, um, so, blah, 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 blah. Music, music. And then the conversation gets very awkward because she starts kind of letting him know. She's like, do you not understand I'm in love with you? And that, well, it, like, that's not necessarily the awkward part. She like, just is holding him hostage in the car while she's yeah. driving rec- recklessly through red lights and, like, yeah. and she's making like, I fucking erratic- love you. Your body makes a promise to when you sleep with someone, whether you do or not. And and that line when she's like, uh, we, we got to talk about it. Just because I, th- I thought it was a very brave line for anyone to say, but the way she just delivered it, she's, she's like, I had sex with you four times last night. I swallowed your cum. And you're just like, oh, she's pleading and we're it's, it's it's just this honest graphic like uncomfortable like yeah. I, lo- I love the way the scene is written out and the yeah. way it plays out but it's so damn uncomfortable yeah and then the, she just keeps accelerating more and get getting crazier like well, you know, so, well like she has crazy eyes like to come back around to the like friends with benefits thing if it's come to a head like this like the from what we're seeing mm-hmm. we see a crazy girl who has just been a crazy girl and she's breaking yeah. and i, I think it's a little it's bit like because she's like do you not understand i'm in love with you and she's like it's like this is th- th- i definitely feel like this is the first time she's telling him that maybe whether maybe or not he's picked outright. up on it well and, eh. and it's people everybody can't read minds. say what you mean say what don't you do mean. this thing of like well you should know what's in my no just say what you mean you should just know communicate. by the way i shift my eyes to the side no. that i didn't like the way my hamburger tasted yeah. so why didn't you ask the waiter to come by and take it back and send it back to the kitchen and do the right thing yeah. is it okay if i go out with my friends tonight sure if it's not okay don't don't no. say say what you mean say, please just, uh, yes so, anyway but yeah, oh. we're we're on the same page for that. So so like I I think I think that element plays in here yeah. to whatever degree. It, but then it's just like okay, she's driving crazy, and then but they you have also that feel big for wreck. her like she's well, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not just like, like oh well you're no, crazy girlfriend yeah or it, wannabe girlfriend. We've seen like yeah he has this meet cute, but then like we see that we see Tom Cruise and and Cameron Diaz at the beginning of the movie they're waking up in bed together and it seems like that's what the relationship is going to be through the movie right um and then like we see him giving attention to Penelope Cruz and i think me as an audience member, i was like 
uh, pinalope. Um, uh, it's like cantaloupe. Um, I, I was like, he's kind of a jerk. Like, yeah, like she's, she was not invited to the party, but like. He has a lot of growing to do. He's got a lot, a lot of, of learning to, to, to learn. But so like, I think we kind of feel for her, but then like she starts getting suicidally and homicidally reckless in this car and drives off a bridge and they crash and, and it causes, um. Tom Cruise to have some disfiguration. Yeah, well, and and that wreck, man, like the way it just goes off the bridge and just slam. uh, You're like, uh, it's a hell. That's a super like Ah, impactful wreck sequence. Uh, But uh, emotionally, not just because the car impacted. Heyo. Anyway, so um, so then yeah, then we get into this whole he's he's wanting reconstructive. He he he's he's damaged. He's got nerve damage. His face is had to be reconstructed he was in a coma for a while yeah anyways but he has this like he has migraines all the time yeah and now he's sort of like in hermit mode hiding from the world and he's like the beast in beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. or he's like family opera wearing a mask places like being mysterious kind of weird kind of like needs to learn a lesson is he going to and 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 at this point we also are starting to cross cut with uh, him being interrogated by like a therapist uh or a uh court appointed like kurt russell's character because we've also find that we're time jumping and david has been arrested for murder so that so, never really tied up did it yes it did it did They're, they threw a lot at you at the end uh well we could jump ahead to the spoiler because the whole thing is don't you remember during that he's in his he's in a dream well yeah but that's at the end of the end but the reason that he was arrested was because don't you remember that one point like he's he he, he keeps switching we're jumping way ahead, but later Ooh. it keeps switching between uh, Cameron Diaz and Penelope Cruz, and there's that one sex scene yeah. where it goes up to his hand, and it switches from Penelope Cruz to Cameron Diaz, yeah. and like he's on top of her, and he's just like, what the hell's happening? And he wants it to go away because it feels like it's not real, and he smothers Cameron Diaz with a pillow, and then takes the pillow away and realizes that he's actually smothered Penelope Cruz. And so that's the whole thing is like, so he was arrested So in real life, for... he actually killed her? Well, well. You say "quote unquote" real life. That's the whole thing. Is this is very inceptionish, inception like, where there's a lot of dream within. Did a the dream. little spinning top fall over, or is that's the question? I yeah. actually, I actually, uh, we we don't have to. I, I did. This is something I did want to talk about, but I didn't know if we were ready to get there or not. Oh, like, I don't know. Because okay, because I ha- don't have a whole lot of notes. Like, well, I you have this, and that's fine. Yeah. But you have this whole like the, this uh this in between state where we're starting to see him talk more with Kurt Russell and like what happened, mm-hmm. what happened, and it unfolds, and you start to see like how he goes back to Sophia. He goes and sees her at the dance studio, and he's like, "Hey, could we get together?" And he's very disfigured. Mm-hmm. And then there's the club scene where he goes out with this the 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 medical board or team of doctors had given him this this rejuvenative prosthesis mask which is it's just it's just a mask it's just, like a, it's just neutral, a latex mask face mask yeah it's, yeah it's eyes wide shut light basically <laughs> and so he puts this mask on and they go to this club and there's mm-hmm. this i love that club scene yeah um especially when he's like dancing around and he's got the mask on the back of his head yeah that's so trippy <laughs> yeah um and just the back and forth with him and the bartender he gets way too drunk yeah passes out and then the next morning penelope cruz comes up and you know finds him on the street yeah and uh and then you know then 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 they they then it kind of goes into this like they build this romance together and things are 
happy because you you have there's there's so many like little dreams that are cruel to him like right after the wreck one thing i skipped over was remember like it starts you see all these leaves falling and like i think yeah, in, in and, uh, central park yeah and, and he, he sees like, penelope cruz and then he like looks at the camera yeah and or then something. she's hugging and he realizes and he like it's it's a bold it's a, move but he dream. like literally looks directly at camera rules are meant audience. to be broken yeah and then it's like it's this moment where he realizes this is a dream this isn't real and then he comes out he's like what this is what you remember about a coma nothing and he yeah. talks about how his dreams are cruel to him and everything yeah. and then so he has to work up the the nerve to go talk to sophia yeah. again then so we get it, the club scene then they have this much, love story but but all cross-cutting movie, with he's arrested for murder the whole movie is like what is actually happening like i have Very several much. i think on the on my second page or the back of my first page of notes, I have WTF, WTF, uh, shut the fuck up, <laughs> WTF. I that like well, yeah yeah, uh, and, and and that's a fair thing to write down a lot. Now, uh, yeah. w- uh, speaking of lines that we like, I think it's in the club scene. There's that one part wherever Sophia is like she wants to go home. She's like, I'll tell you. Uh, oh, he's yeah, like, tell yeah. me. He's like, tell me now. She's like, I'll tell yeah. you later. And she says, I'll tell you in another life when we are both cats, which I love. And he's like, that is the greatest thing. I can't believe you said that to me. <laughs> but um apparently that line uh, was a phrase that was actually uttered uh spontaneously in a moment of frustration by Penelope Cruz to Cameron Crowe. So oh. he's like, "Oh, that's in the script now." <laughs> I love it. Um other fun little fan- fun fact I just read over that has nothing to do with anything here, but uh Kurt Russell, he agreed to do the film without even reading the script. He's just oh. like, "I'm in." Which is cool. always kind of cool when you hear people just like, "Yeah, I want to do that." Um yeah. so like they have this like nesting phase where everything is like sweet and cute between Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz. Haha. <laughs> yeah. But uh it's then things just kind of keep getting weirder and more surreal. What's happening as he's trying to figure out the truth and you start to He's like all of a sudden not disfigured anymore because the doctors are like, actually they we can't fixed his face. But yeah. is that real? Is it not? Like yeah. what's and, going on? And ultimately, because yay, spoilers, this movie came out a while ago. Like you come to find out that uh essentially he's been in a coma, but potentially and in this uh this uh frozen cryogenic state of suspension. And this, they're they're waiting to. He's been under for a very long time, and uh, th- th- he's living in this dream that he paid for to sort of entertain uh, him until he's like would re-enter the world. Yeah. Uh, but this is like, which is a lot. Yeah, we find that out later. I'm jumping ahead because we've been bouncing back and forth, and you already brought up the but what is, is a dream, it what's after not. after the car crash, yeah. or or is it later on that that happens? What that he goes into the coma. No, he's in the coma, but like whenever he's on ice and he's got the same dream. That's the question I want to ask you is when do you think the switch is? I think, well, he's got his coma dreams, but I think whenever his face is back to normal, like after after the doctors say, oh, actually we can fix your face. Yeah. Like I think that is well, the moment where... They, they they kind of come out and say it. I, I like there's visual cues that you can pick up on. Yeah. But like I mean and and, and again, at, towards the end, it's very. I'll give it one thing. Like while I love this movie, it, towards the end, there's no. I I don't know how they do it without making it too abstract. Without just being like, okay, here's some exposition. This is what's happening. It's a lot. Yeah. So like you know, cause uh 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 oh fuck me, tech support tech Noah su- Taylor, his character. Yeah. Like when he's like explaining to him. In the elevator ride, what's going yeah. on? It's like he kind of has to drop. So okay, the the switch from what I, from what they say and what I see is uh, after the club scene. Yeah, 
when he, he passes out on yeah, the street. Yeah, that's, and then he wakes up the next morning, and Sophia's there because yeah. because if you notice, the skies switch it's, to yes, the vanilla the, skies from yes. the Monet painting, um, and like and, and from that moment forward, because that's the moment he chose to like to stitch in the loop. So yeah. so it was normal until then. We we don't know at what point he decided to go try this program. But but but, but like, that that was the moment that it, he was like um, reset yes, to here. Yes, I remember that. But then, where does it fit in that he's been arrested for murder and did he actually kill Sophia? And like where what when? I think that was in a dream. It, it got complicated and sometimes dreams. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing: you pay for dreams. Sometimes your subconscious will play tricks on you, and your dreams so, can become nightmares, which they talk about. Because yes. Tilda Swinton's character, yay, she's in this yay, movie Tilda. too. She starts to explain this. Yeah. So. Okay, maybe I need to like revisit. Dude, again. it's it's a heady it's movie. A, the, yeah. honest, honestly, like this is not a one and done. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm we could have we could really do. I don't think we should, but we could do a whole part two yeah. where you watch it again and the conversation would be different. I think um one of the uh, I'm looking at my. Notes. Speaking of other actors, while you're looking, yeah, so we've mentioned we got Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz, Kurt Russell, Jason Lee, Noah Taylor, Timothy Spall, Tilda Swinton, Michael Shannon, like oh my Steven God, yeah. Spielberg has a cameo, Stacked. Johnny Galecki, like like uh, it, after you're just like oh you're in this movie, you're in this movie, you're in this movie, yeah. just everybody keeps showing up, yeah, that's great. Um, I I wanted to come back to something he says like. Uh, after his wreck whenever he's having these migraines they're like well you're you can walk around you're like a normal person and he's like it's about being able to function in this world like it without pain like and 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 to be able to do that yeah. smoothly and i was like which has uh, a, yeah which, which has that... a lot of weight and i don't yeah you know like regardless of of class or anything like like that that's just something that i think anybody can relate to it it's made like, me think of dr strange and his hands yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Made me think of Dope Sick too, since I said I binged that recently. Ooh, but yeah. I, I still need to watch. Yes, um, you do. Um, what else did that make me think of? Okay, I don't know. But no, but no, but like, anyway, that, that, like, that was that was a really a good because it was a good human yeah. moment. Good human you know? moment, like a and also like a um And a, a, furthering along both the you know, Crow telling the story and also Tom Cruise playing the character, like you know, like they're they're deriving sympathy for a character on paper that would be at first, you'd be like, Unlikely. oh, it's like a Jeffrey Bezos. I don't want to sympathize. <laughs> but, you know, I thought it was done very well. Jeffrey Bezos in a sailboat. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. And his dick ship. Yes. Anyway. Um, um, I I think, you know what? Like, I hate to say it, but that's... that's um, there's just a lot, and like I, there's, I didn't write down much more because no, it's just, it's, it feels like it it does need to be um, revisited again. Well, the, the the way the whole, especially the third act, completely like spirals. It is, it, it's absolutely a mind fuck. It's bizarro. Do you, now, um, I but like, I liked it. I'm glad you did. Like like I told you, I got very. Obviously, you saw. I got super emotional watching yeah, this you thing. Did. Like like I have, I cannot watch this movie without crying. Um. <laughs> This is this is one that uh, I have more than a couple times sync watched. I can't talk about it without, without crying. crying. <laughs> I love. I I'm think sorry. you should leave so much. Oh, uh, no. I <laughs> cough and flop. Ah. I I um. Oh, that was a different skit. Sorry, that was that was the the, the Carver hot dog pack. <laughs> I had a cool job that I loved. Thank you for the transitional music. Bring us back. Um, okay. okay. But uh, no, no, like I've I've sync watched this uh, uh, with over drinks with my brother more than a couple times, and we both are like sobbing wrecks by the end of this movie. Like it, it's just one that 
it wrecks me it gets me I, I remember when this movie came out i saw in the theater i was obsessed with it i got the dvd i think i watched this two or three times back to back in one day one time mm. uh like flipping between watching the movie straight and then turning the commentary on and then going back like yeah. i i i i was obsessed with this thing for a hot minute and do you, i do you think the reason why it oh wait i will let you finish no no no, no go ahead i i, no, no, I no, no, like no. i that i was really just I didn't have you, a whole lot more to that thought. Do you think it resonates with you and your brother so much because it has this element of like he's on the brink of changing his life and then something happens and then he's stuck in a loop and he can't do anything about it? Yeah, I, mean, like, I, I think that that's or part like, of it. Or like you, you come to a point you're living your life and you realize, oh, there's a different way I can be, but then it's too late. And then yeah. he's like stuck in this hell. And, 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 like, and, and, and is and that what with, it is, or like with the loss and and like? I, I think I think the the loss and the grief have a lot to do with it and the heartache. But like I mean, it's 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 the it's the Sorry you know for kicking the desk trying to accidentally. no, you're fine. It's it's the it's the I, I think that it's probably multifaceted. I haven't really sat down and tried to psychoanalyze us um, about it. But but could, for me, it's, if you could journal about it and then get back to us, yeah, I'll work on that. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I think it's um. There's the grief and the loss aspect. There's also the, uh, you know, the 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 yearning or looking for love and and identity and like trying to 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 understand and grow and learn more about who, more about who you are as a person mm-hmm. and find your place in the world and figure out like not destiny but like you know what what you're meant to do what you're capable of doing like rather than being stuck in a rut and in a holding pattern and like honestly. David, he, he's you know I think at the beginning of the movie he says he's 33 and it's 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 very. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's like this. Uh, it is a little. It's weird that I mentioned Peter Pan. It's a little Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah. It's, like, it's like he refuses to grow up. He's still like you know he's he's showing off on on this first night uh, when he's showing like oh what, this one painting's by Joni Mitchell. This one's Monet, and uh, this one is done by me. Yes, it's a snowboard. So yeah. you get the idea. It's like he still kind of feels like you know a college kid or in his twenties. Yeah. Like, but you know his his father owned this this big magazine, this big company, mm-hmm. and left it all to him. And with no training or responsibility, and he sort of is just like, oh, yeah, I always had money. Okay, cool. We have these guitars that were destroyed by famous rock stars that are, like, framed in, you know, in, in my living room and a Monet hanging on this wall. And yeah. that was my mom's. And it's it's just, it's this life of privilege, but, like, he never, it's this uh, second failure to launch, like, <laughs> yeah. waiting to yeah. grow up. And, like, you know, the, the, the rite of passage into, into becoming, like, an adult, becoming, I guess, a man, becoming, like, you know, like, figuring out what you want to do and also that ambition of uh wanting to be successful and you know and well and, and also and, and it's, it's like it's just it's it's weird i cannot in any way relate to the character's circumstances but i so relate to the character well, it's, it, it's it's tough to put a pin on it's kind of like um the idea that whenever you meet the person that you're meant to be with like things fall into place right it seems mm-hmm. like that is what's going to happen with with him yeah. and with penelope cruz um, but then like the rug is pulled out from under him. Yeah. And, like, the, and the idea as, of like, as soon you're... as he wants to, to start his life, live his life to, to his potential. Right. Like, well, and, and then like the, 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 uh, the fear of things always going bad on a dime, the unpredictability yeah. of life and, you know, and, and this literally dreams versus reality, uh, uh, expectations versus reality and perception yeah. and how, uh, you know they can become nightmares really quick like yeah. it's just it th- this speaks to me on the same level um both in terms of like you know uh 
growth and rite of passage and uh uh and also like i guess the romantic element is like an inception like which yeah. breaks me too yeah. like i i think it's very uh, there's something about dreams versus reality that's always like yeah. very intriguing to me but um I, I can't again it, it's 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 tough to completely nail down i yeah. just really like emotionally this movie gets me or i get yeah. it and it's not because i'm like oh i see me and people i know and it, it's like no that's there, it's not just, my it, life it's but not like so i much... emotionally identify your, your emotion is reflected back not necessarily who you are right and, 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 and i like, see that in yeah. the character in the story and like th- there's just it's, it's like this beautiful series of vignettes that sort of connect together in the same way of like trying to recall a dream that you had yeah. last night of like all this stuff that like i know the feeling that i had and i woke up have you ever had, had a dream where you just wake up sad but you can't remember all the details yeah. and you're just like i just know how it made me feel yes like this is this this movie feels like in the same sense, like I mentioned earlier, part of the reason I love David Lynch movies, uh, they feel like my dreams. Yeah. You know, and this this hmm. movie kind of plays out the way it's it's structured feels mm-hmm. like dreams that Try, I've trying experienced. To piece, piece where, together. Where it's like you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you were all of a sudden you're this other avatar. Like, you know, where it's like, it's not you, but like you almost yeah. can step outside of you. And if you you catch yourself in the mirror and in, in the dream, it's not you, but you know that I am this character in this dream. So that is me, even though that doesn't look like how I know myself. Yeah. And it's like you're playing like this surreal video game with your dream avatar. And that's sort of like, I see that in this movie. I, yeah. I don't, again, I just identify, I identify with it. Um, but yeah, it, I, I'd have to ask Matt why yeah. um, uh, why well, it hits him. Yeah. But like I, that's all I. There's a lot. I don't know and if I, I can go further than that. I don't. I don't ask because like I'm not feeling affected by it. Oh, but I didn't think that. I'm just you know I like to psychoanalyze you as well, all, I, I think, all I'm, crazy I'm, girlfriends I'm, do. But I I I'm not crazy. Like, I love you. But like you, we were you did both not very emo after the movie. Yeah, you were you were a little more existential crisis. Yeah, I, was I was a little like, more like soppy heartache. Yeah, you were a soppy heartache. I was like what is real and then i was yeah. like you know what though um and this idea of like it, hope and, cho- and, well, and and here's the, the the thing of choosing literally the movie becomes this this hard choice of ignorance is bliss or not like like you know choosing to like go back to dream he, and they said you can reset the dream and you can stay in this and we'll, we'll he, like yeah. you know we'll reset we'll take you back to that you won't have any idea this happened and you can be blissful or you can wake up it's 150 years later your finances won't last long we can rebuild your face but the world's very different and also everyone you know is dead <laughs> so it, it's this idea of wanting to keep the wool over your eyes ignorance is bliss or choosing to wake up and face the real world and i like the the idea of that like the weight of that choice i'm getting chills right now thinking about so like the, the, that that ending on the rooftop fucking kills me if, every time if i could just be dead for like a year like 18 months <laughs> if That's i perfect. could just be well it's it's kind of like Thanks, Bo. in a way for me it's like he has created this hell for himself it feels like, yeah, hell. like like your subconscious almost spins you into this like yeah. self-manifested purgatory. Well, because he's he signed himself up for it before he died. Signed he, to deal with the devil. He it, not even necessarily the devil. It's, it's hell as other people or I hell just, as your own mind. I just like the idea of Tilda right? Swinton yeah, represented yeah, yeah, the yeah. devil. Anyway, um, but because she's great, it's like you think you're gonna get this good thing with this trade-off, but it your brain spins it into something completely different. Yeah. It, it's so it is so interesting. Um, it's so interesting because well, like would you want th- it, it kind of reminds me of The Good Place mm-hmm. um, which I don't want to talk about too much c- in case people haven't seen Yeah. Uh, but like it reminds me of The Good Place it reminds me of what was the other thing that it was reminding me of 
I'm trying to remember. Like a Groundhog Day movie. Like you have to move forward, which I haven't seen Groundhog Day, but like Russian Doll or or um, okay, Palm Springs. Like you have to figure out the right combination of things to do to get out of it. But he has no way out of it. Right, and and it and it's it's something he he chose to enter to like as a way of dealing with uh, a trauma. And 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 through that you have these moments of like hope like you know he's 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 by himself uh his him and his best friend are on the outs there's this whole thing where um remember he uh uh it switches to cameron diaz to julie and like he he ties her up and everything and then he gets arrested yeah and then it's like you know it's it looks like he beat her and all and like and there's all these like things that he's like i don't know what's happening i don't know what's happening and then it's like he's by himself and all of a sudden someone walks out of the room and then you hear Penelope Cruz's voice and she says like pleasure delayer or something and it comes walking back in and the score swells and it's like he sees her and it's like this are you really here it's like it's like not knowing again what's real what's not a dream like like is this a dream pinch me is this real it's like and, your mind betraying and, you yeah too. and then then yeah. feeling safe exactly betrays you and then you feel safe and you're lulled into this this bit of comfort for a moment and then all of a sudden it switches back to cameron diaz's character and he's you know arrested or, for like murder his again. face is back to yeah. being disfigured yeah. he goes and looks in the mirror and like his face is all like yeah it's it's it was fine and then it's not and it's 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 this it's this loop this hell loop mm-hmm. that his subconscious is making and it, it's it's this program that you know gone bad. And I I love the 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 sci-fi like integration and in, uh, 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 in into into the story elements there. Like like the the way that that sort of kind of almost enhances the surreality. Because like yeah. you you could have just played this as that it was the whole thing. Like you asked me, is this whole thing a dream? And it's like I kind of want to be like kind of but not Maybe. really. Because honestly <laughs> honestly that's the cheapest thing at the end of like they wake up. It was all a dream. <laughs> You know, like it works like the one time, that, like that in like alter- a Wizard of Oz or something. That alternate ending of Breaking Bad. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> an. And, and here's wakes the thing. up as the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Perfect. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was all along. Um, he's like, I wanted a different life. Uh, but, um, but, but, but no, the, yeah. there, there's an alternate ending on this Blu ray that I haven't watched yet because I remember in the trailer, there's, Ooh, and, and there's yeah, a, yeah. And the ending of the original film, Open Your Eyes. Like, there's a, there's a whole bit where like a SWAT team comes in in the, in the hotel in the lobby. And you can see shots of this in the trailer. And like, so I know that there was like more to the ending that was cut that I still haven't watched and I meant for us to watch it before we jumped on this but I'm just coming at this from talking about our my knowledge like my my love of the film as I've seen it and yeah. you know you seeing it that way for the first time I, but I'd like to I'd like to check out that additional material um but uh it's stupid that I haven't watched that yet but anyway the um it's not it's not stupid. but like like just 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 the emotional weight of that ping-ponging back and forth uh, you know and, yeah. and, and and again like i i really like for me i absolutely connect with the love story between between uh yeah. david and sophia here so like anything like that i'm rooting for them and anytime it's just it gets closer it's like my heart is like yes and then anytime it gets yanked away it's just it's just like a, it's just like another hurts. cut yeah. and it, it, it's i don't know it's just I, th- I think it's i think it's a a myriad of emotions in a very intricately and diabolically complex beautiful film like i i just i i love the shit out of this movie i i like want to see it on stage or something i i, I don't know Ooh. like i that could be interesting just or like see a show like it um just a high concept like sink your teeth into it what is really happening kind of mind fuck like yeah which we just watched so i oh. i i really i really enjoy this film and i feel like you and I could sit down over Starbucks and like yeah, the, the, this or you, a coffee this, of our this, choice. This is a film actually that kind of reminds me of like our first like movie date. Yes, like uh, which we've talked about before, not to rehash, Seeing but like mother. yeah, with the first movie we were, we were like just starting to 
talk and date and it's like let's go to a movie because you know we'd hung out but it's like let's go see a movie let's and then the first movie, movie we picked was together. oh there's a new darren aronofsky movie let's go see mother and you're like i like jennifer lawrence and <laughs> and we were not prepared for that no uh, i i we loved like, it but I, I remember when it got to like the scene with the baby i i just felt like i remember leaning over to you i don't know what but something really terrible is about to happen just a heads up and, and like oh, I, no. I, and then we got out of the movie and i remember thinking shit i'm gonna need to apologize to you like i'm sorry and and your first thought before i could even say anything was do you want to go have starbucks and like i'm paraphrasing you want to yeah. have starbucks and talk about this movie grab coffee i'm like yes and we had the best discussion because yes it's, this this is like one of those heady meaty that you know if you watch with the right person yeah you can discuss like this isn't something i'd say casually sit down and watch with anyone because it is very like very heady and very uncomfortable at times yeah you you have to go into it like i said before you have to go into it knowing that that is what you've got it's a um a, a meal you've never tried before that is from a foreign country and you are a little bit nervous no that yeah. sounds kind of like shitty but well it's but like try something new yeah it's like trying something new at a restaurant this is not that the you safe get, bet yes. of the film to pick for the night like you know if if, if, if you're like i'm you know i'm just uh, just stick with it well, what, i would what like a rom-com i would like this a movie from the that. 2000s you if you if you want to stick with like you know don't go to watch the places legally watch, blonde i was gonna say a she's all that or a you got served <laughs> or whatever else is popular in the aughts that i remember from back when i worked at blockbuster um so uh oh that was a different life um okay so cameron crow had a few uh comments that he had made oh, about the movie yeah, that i yeah, wanted yeah. to share that i uh, want to know i want to know so three separate quotes from three different moments but uh, one he said like we constructed the movie both visually and story-wise to reveal more and more the closer that you look at it as deep as you want to go with it my desire was for the movie to meet you there which i definitely see because i think mm, that you can yeah. you can probably mine or well as much meaning out of this as you choose to dig for yeah or choose to explore um and he also said that the original film is like a song that our band really liked and we decided to cover it in our own way. Now, like he used to, if I remember correctly, he used to write for Rolling Stones. Music is heavy in Cameron Coe's life. I can't yeah. wait to show you Almost Famous. So like, of course he approaches this sort of like a cover or like a mixtape. Like, yeah. like I, I, it makes sense. Like yeah. cinematically he speaks and, and tells stories very musically, I yeah. think. Cool. Um, which as I show you more of his work, I'd we be curious to see if you like, pick up on that. Variation on a theme, yes. which is a music thing exactly yeah. um and uh he says i view my my adaptation as a remix rather than a remake which i i like that differentiation yeah. uh the film is a genre bending mind twisting portrait of the american male as he exists five minutes into the future hopefully it honors the original i like the idea that it could be sort of a dialogue between the two movies i keep kept thinking that the original uh is like a folk song there's so many different ways that you can play it and you can reinvent it in your own way i would never say to somebody don't see his crs i want people to see both yeah. Which I, I think, That's again, cool. hard in the right place. That is how you approach it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he also summed up the movie uh, in some of the production notes by saying, Snow snowboarding through life, David Ames appears to leave a lead a charmed life. Handsome, wealthy, and charismatic, the young New York City publish publishing executive's freewheeling existence is enchanting, yet he seems to be missing something. Like the pointillism of an impressionist landscape, a life can appear to be entirely different when examined close up. In one night, David meets a girl of his dreams and loses her by making a small mistake. Thrust unexpectedly onto a roller coaster ride of romance, comedy, suspicion, love, sex, and dreams, David finds himself on a mind-bending search for his soul and discovers the precious ephemeral nature ephemeral nature of true love. Which I I think is like probably the best yeah. summation of the film. And like I I one thing that I, I tie into, like I love um how everything kind of der derives back to like his love of uh 
especially as he's falling off the building at the end. Because, um, okay, we talked about, we need to talk about he has a fear of heights. Yes. So his whole thing to reset is he chose that to do that, he has to choose to jump off of a building, like mm-hmm. from the rooftop, yeah. like which is his biggest fear because he's terrified of, paralyzed of heights. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he, like in that you see all these flashes of, you know, him as a child and him and his parents because his parents aren't around yeah so uh there, there's this a little bit of like a batman kind of vibe you he know where batman. it's like yeah where it's like yeah. you know he's you know rich kid no parents uh you know like like yeah. you know that you know never got the life never got really like set up correctly at the beginning and and yeah. him uh you know his love of like he mentioned that the monet painting that vanilla sky comes from uh is uh you know was his mom's yeah he believes it was his mom's and uh like no didn't he say it was hers yeah he says he says i believe that was my mom's so yes he did you're right um that everything kind of like i love that things tie so much back to like to music and art and in fine art because i remember um the uh, uh, crow's comment there i'm getting a little pretentious forgive me but uh when he says (laughs) how are you pretentious (laughs) well because it's uh, existential maybe uh but when he's saying like a life can appear entire to a life can yeah like an impressionist landscape, a life can appear to be entirely different when examined close up. When examined close mm, up. Yeah. So like I remember, um, probably have told you this before. I don't know if I've, I may have said it on the podcast, who knows. But like I remember um, before I decided that I wanted to be a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I was, all I cared about was going to art class. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to be a fine arts major. Um, I thought I wanted to be an animator. And then I thought I wanted to be a comic book artist. I really always just like drawing for fun. I hated yeah. doing it for like, for a grade. oh, a de- like deadline or a grade or anything. And the, se- the second it was like, you have to do this. I would be like, well, I'm not going to do it. I'll just do something the night before. It <laughs> took the fun out of it for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I was also a stubborn shit. But uh, I, um, I-, I remember this lesson that I learned uh, uh, from from one of my teachers. Ann Dowie. Hi. Uh, mm-hmm. You're great. Uh, she, I was working on this oil painting, like, you know, with oil painting, like one of the things is supposed to like, uh, acrylic or watercolor, like it dries slower. So you can always like go in and you can mix the colors like day two, whatever later, like, you know, you have it, you have time to change it. Uh, so you can take a minute, come back, reset. No, I want to rework this. And I was like reworking, reworking. And I like, I refused to finish this painting because like, I was like, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. It was, I don't remember. It was a inconsequential work assignment that I was doing, probably a landscape, I don't remember it, so I'm sure it wasn't particularly good. But I, I just didn't feel great about it. So I kept reworking on it and nitpicking everything, everything, everything. And then she's like, why are you still working on this? I'm like, it's just not right. And she's like, she told me, take a minute, step back, walk halfway across the room and look at it. You know, because like, and I did. And I looked at it and she's like, now what do you think? I'm like, oh, it's finished. <laughs> and, 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 but 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 when yeah. like my no when i was like a nose length at most away from the canvas and like nitpicking every little bit under a like close up like i all you i can need say, to write that somewhere because yeah. you need to remember that with filmmaking i do too. Be, no and i and I, I know the thing is that lesson is stu- like stuck with me my entire yeah. life because like i i noticed that as uh yeah, a little bit sometimes when I'm directing or like when I'm a cinematographer, but mo- or, well, mostly when I'm when an editor. E- yeah, when yeah I was going to say we had that moment as you were working on uh, the edit for our movie. Yeah, like like, like, I, like oh, I obsess. Sucks. If and I'm then, editing for someone else, I, I, I tend to be, I, I can be a little more, um, not emotionless, but a little you, more you objective. You have it at arm's length a little Yeah, bit I can more. be a little more objective yeah. of like this works, this doesn't, this is what you need, this is what's not. But for me, I, yeah, I very much get emotionally attached to it, which they always say like directors shouldn't edit their own movies, but I'm control freak and i can do it so fine fuck it but anyway you um i like i i i I do tend to still get very 
obsessed over all the little tiny details Mm -hmm. and like you know if you if you look at something close up it's much different than it is far away near far and whatnot like (laughs) we learned this shit in sesame street for crying out loud but like but i i love that comparison because that lesson always kind of like even though it's something i learned like in an art class really translates and sticks to me with filmmaking it's just different canvas yeah but i um like i love that 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 he made that point about this film because that's what I get when you analyze this film. You can choose to step back as an audience member and just look at it and take it at surface value and you know, oh, yeah, dreams are crazy. Oh, there is that sci-fi twist. Oh, love story. And you could literally like watch this just as a bit of escapism entertainment that's, you know, yeah, it's surreal. And obviously there's much more there to pick up if you want to, but you could just surface level watch it. Or you could get like right up against a canvas notice all the imperfections and the little moments like oh wait oh how does this scene connect and now that you know how it plays out all the little like moments will change you'll be like oh this 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 his friend or this Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen what like once upon a time in Hollywood yep there it is you'll start to notice like performances are nuanced and change like from one moment to the next they um you'll see oh well this is this is his projection and his dream of this person versus how they actually are. Yeah. And like, and like, and, and, you know, you'll notice motivational changes, stakes will change. It's, 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 uh, even stuff in the background. Like I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh, that's a pretty sunrise, but I didn't stop and connect it. Oh, those were the vanilla sky. That's the vanilla sky with those clouds from the painting. And that's a huge indicator. Yeah. Like it's, it's very much like I noticed it, it changed whenever we were watching, but I just thought, you know, like sometimes a a moment whenever a a character's in love, like things appear brighter. Yeah. You know, something's changed and it's just good. Like, so I didn't know if it was that or like, then I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, like maybe you have moments like that. Like it kind of feels like, again, like the first time you watch like a fight club or a seven or something. Like, again, this one is very different. So like I... I, I, I love that you loved it. I'm curious and I'm not trying to just beat a dead horse, but like what are like like when you stop and like reflect now, having only seen it once, like what are I know I know it's probably easy to say, oh, the club scene, like what are like the standout moments? Like if you cause so much happens in this film, like what are the big take what were the most impactful or meaningful, memorable stretches for you? I think the meat cute. For sure. Like, especially when they go back to her place and she's like, yes, I'm a dancer and here's my little place. And they're watching the TV with mm-hmm. Benny the dog. Benny the dog? Benny the dog. Benny yeah. the dog. We're talking about like, how uh, he was cryogenically yeah. frozen and brought yeah. back. Um, and then uh, like that moment, just the, the way they act together and, and just their chemistry is so good. Um, and then the, the juxtaposition of the moment with the doctors, like whenever he's begging them to help him like with his migraines and things like that. They're like, oh, you're fine. But then yeah. they come back like in his mind the next day. They're like, actually, we did bring in this doctor and he can fix your face. And they do yeah. fix his face. And do you remember like, in that scene? Not not to. But like, yeah. Yeah. When he says all of a sudden he came. There. Yeah. And, and when he's. Uh, but David says, oh, well, he came. All of a sudden the doctor came back and his tone had his attitude had completely changed. He's like, hey. And you realize, that, yeah. oh, this is kind of revisionist history a little yes. bit in your head those are those are the moments that stick out and of course the 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 image of the sky whenever he wakes up and that's the reset point yeah because uh, it is so beautiful um the, those are the three moments for me and i mean like if i'm reflecting back like of course like the the reckless car wreck and like how mm-hmm. like 
I, I think it's a it, there is a good commentary in this movie about how um, you treat maybe the ancillary people in your life like they're like they're a book you can discard or something. Think but, about the consequences yeah, of like your your, your actions yes, and your words. Yeah. Yes. Um. And I don't know. Thinking about how he treated Cameron Diaz, not that he deserves what happened, but like. To be driven to a point where you want to drive off a fucking bridge because you love yeah. someone so much, like, and it kills her. Like, okay. like you remember yeah, in that narrative, yeah. this is like you know he walked away from the wreck, but it killed her. I I think that's what her aim was. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. So like, those are the biggest things for me. Um, I I, I just because it's something that like breaks me every time. It's a tiny moment. Real quick, go back to the end at the at the rooftop. Okay. okay? So you remember like uh tech support is explaining like you know how his subconscious populated all this and everything he's like if you want uh mccabe could run up on on the roof right now and then uh kurt russell's character comes running in hey we got to get out of here yeah and then then he's like he's not real he's like i'm real i have two daughters and you know that and then he goes what are their names yeah and it crashes him and he's like i i'm real i'm real and he explains to him he's like you populate he's like you um his love of Sophia and it kind of like he's like reminds you of like a like a like the romance in an old French film that you saw and you see like a clip from from like one of those films and then you see he's like or 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 the father that you never had and then it shows that like a I think a clip from to, to Kill a Mockingbird Gregory Peck yeah and like you know and you see the the idea of like Kurt Russell's McCabe that character yeah. is sort of like modeled after that and that idea I okay there's always a thing of like like uh parents like d- damaged parental child relationships and like father figures that's like always a soft spot for me like that that i was just like you know like i love that he created like this father figure image in kurt russell who's literally like essentially you know gonna aid in his conviction but like you know trying to help evaluate him that's like being compassionate and helping him out and like yeah. you know, like help me understand your story like i loved that because knowing that it gives all of their scenes when you watch it the second time uh, through it gives them all like a completely different tinge yeah and like you know the relationship with uh brian his best friend and everything it's it's just so it's such a beautifully multifaceted character story yeah uh, or um the way it plays with character in the story i think is i think it's just really i don't know punches yeah. punches me in it, the punches me yeah. in the heart with a with a hammer <laughs> yeah it's it's so dense. I love it. And you could, okay, you could easily, because I was almost prepared today to come and say, like, Tom Cruise's character sucks, and why should I care about him? And if you feel that, like, honestly, like, I think that that is a takeaway from it, but I think the but, movie goes out of its uh, way like, to kind of make you be like, yeah. I love it. It's like, but can you sympathize with this character? And yeah. that's the challenge. It's like. Of the storyteller. Uh, yes, exactly. And, and. T- coming back to discussion you you mentioned breaking bad before try jumping in with heisenberg at the at the end of the yeah, series yeah Mm-mm. like there's no sympathy there yeah. but um it, he's very much he's very much a, a, that archetype of like american rich american dude yeah. finds out his ways are not a good way to be and i'm not trying to say like woe is him but also no, think about yeah. he was born into this he didn't ask for that he's just like okay this is my life yeah. of course if that's what you're going you're going to take it for granted he had to have this it's weird that he had to learn like the the hard life lessons here in such a like a late tragic way yeah because you think that this could have been something that formula like, like this is something like this happens when you're a kid and you become batman something like this happens this is, later and you're <laughs> this is what happens whenever you uh 
don't teach your kid about the real world when they're growing up. This is true. Uh, uh, I don't know, but um. Oh, and, and then oh, and and if you're even talking about like more like allegories and metaphor, like think about how he like keeps talking about the uh, the the board is like the 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 seven dwarfs. Yeah. Which forget, you know, it's it ties it. There's all something in. to mine yeah. there. Yeah. So. Hi-ho. I know that was intentional. I, sorry, low hanging fruit. I couldn't hi-ho. resist it. Hi ho. Soft work we How go. dare you call me a hoe? How dare you? Hi no, ho. actually, that's fair. Hi ho. <laughs> hey ho. Hey. Hey. I'm really glad that you liked it. Don't you really want ice cream now, though? I want ice cream, not vanilla, though. But what if it's vanilla and then you put chocolate syrup on top? Okay. We don't have any ice cream, though. I'm so sorry. So we want we want chocolate vanilla swirl sky. No. I. Chocolate chip cookie. Oh, that was that chocolate, was why that was that wasn't even trying too hard. That was just pitiful. Listen, let's let's remake not not remake. Let's remix this movie again. We're going to call it chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. What? Okay. Sure, why not? You're just making me hungry. I am starving. Should like we go eat? I think we should. Well, shit. I actually kind of thought we'd have a little bit more to talk about right now. I don't. I mean, like, I'm at the end of my notes. No, I'm I'm at the end of mine. So okay. Here I like. Th- I I really like this movie. There's lots to talk about, but I feel like we would talk in circles. Yeah, I and and, and weirdly enough, like when we got to the end of this one, it hit me. I don't. I'm not saying I think we need to start doing this for the show, but this actually would be. I don't know if I should say it's the first one, but it's the first one that I'm having this realization on is that some films for this some films need a second watch might merit you watch more than once like initially it'd be like give it a day watch it again and then we record because, back because, for seconds because because honestly like it's i mean i know yeah. that's the whole like core of our show but like this one really it's it's a lot to take in on the first time um i mean we've had a lot like that but uh no so like, i i I am very excited to to show you more Cameron Crowe movies. Yeah. I'm excited to watch this one again with you at and some point. And I want to watch the original as well. Yes. Yeah. Which would be, yeah, that'd be that you I think you'd really like I'll try like not that to one. get so emo. <laughs> there, there there there's nothing. It's not like it's a different movie. There's yeah. it's weird cuz there's there's some stuff that I think is in the alternate footage from what I'm surmising okay. at the end of this one. That's like so there's stuff in the original that's not in this one, but this one also expands. Like the original yeah. one is shorter. This was like I think 100 and 38 minutes it should be it's right in front of me yeah this was like two hours and 16 minutes i was close 136 and uh open your eyes abre los ojos is uh an hour 59 oh actually i thought it was shorter than that so you know it's not drastic but i mean they're very there if you've seen one movie like it there you're not gonna be like oh that had a different twist or something yeah but uh but yeah i i love good good uh duality or set of films that exist as like good companion pieces you know pulled from the same material yeah yay yay i really enjoyed watching this one with you and talking about it. i really enjoyed watching this one too and guess what What? this special moment just happened mo walked in mo the cat i picked him up and i put him on my lap and i'm holding him here oh he looks really comfy and happy it, it looks like and it feels like he wanted to be here so he's like hi he's like mom what are you doing oh well, okay. well I, hey guys, I guess I guess that might be it her. for this one. So yeah, I'm sorry that I don't have more to say. Don't apologize. It I'm was a not good talk. sorry. It was a good talk. I enjoyed I'm, this. I got to go eat some dinner now. I love you guys. Bye. Okay, we're going to go have dinner. Catch you guys on the next okay, episode. Bye. bye. bye.
Well, thanks for listening to us rant about movie stuffs. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe and all that fun stuff and find us on social media at Feels Like the First Time Podcast. And, you know, tell your friends and family about how awesome you think we are. And if you do like what you hear, feel free to buy us a drink. You can find tips slash donate options in the links as well. And as always, I'm Emily. And I'm Jake. And, and we'll, we'll catch you all on the next episode. Where we continue to catch Emily up one movie at a time. Give me a break. I literally just crossed another one off the list. You know... You haven't seen every movie either. I never said I did. Okay, that's not the point. The point is... Bye!